What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And by the way, really good television commercials. That's Morongo Casino. Here she is at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. Laura Romo has today's What You Need to Know. So I'm a big movie person, even though I haven't really gone to the movies lately. And I Am Legend was one of my favorite movies by Will Smith. Yeah. So he didn't want to do a sequel. And guess who convinced him to do I Am Legend 2? I know the answer to this, but I wonder if Scott does. John Legend? <laughs> oh, man. I was actually am not I a right? terrible guess, but no, you're not. <laughs> am I right? Oh, no. No. My, uh, I wish baby daddy, Michael B. Jordan, okay, he convinced him. He's actually going to be part of the sequel, and he yeah. was the reason why uh, Will Smith came on board for I Am Legend 2. I like this because... There was a stretch there where Will Smith was only making movies about him being the only person in the universe where he mm-hmm. made like five. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, this is a little weird. But I Am Legend was one I actually kind of liked. You know what I mean? Like that that story, the whole dog thing, and like that, that was, isn't his daughter in that one too? Uh, she plays Good a quick, quick role. I like that movie a lot. I could see a world in which I would go see that movie, but I have a separate movie story afterwards for you, Scott. Um, I have not, I don't think I've seen I Am Legend. In fact, I'm quite certain I haven't seen it. That's probably not a shocker to anybody. No. But I'm doing pretty good. I mean, when you think about it, I've seen Spider-Man recently. I saw Studio 666, both in movie theaters. I don't even know what that is. Well, that was the Foo Fighters, like, horror comedy show. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That was really good. Um, But no one's going to see it other than me and Dave Grohl. But, Clinton, um, I'm on the verge of going to see the Batman. There's only a couple things that are stopping me. One. (laughs) Glad you brought this up. I've been told that it's unbelievably dark and i don't mean the story i mean like the lighting on the film like i was told you can't it's hard to even see what's going on it's just shot so dark and secondly three hours in a movie theater i mean i was having a hard time flying back from new orleans to la uh this is two nights ago on a four-hour flight (laughs) i need to like stand up my sciatica is hurting my leg i mean like an old man you know so this is you i mean you stepped directly into my wheelhouse with this and i'll tell you exactly what I did in a similar situation confronted with a similar conundrum. So on, what's today? Today's Tuesday. I guess it was Saturday. Might have even been Friday. I was at uh, Orlando. I was in Disney World. Mm -hmm. And I like to go to Disney Springs. I don't know if those of you who are familiar with the setup down there, but like it's one of the, it's not, it's not a park. It's just got a bunch of restaurants and it's like Disney themed and it's really cool. And they've got a movie theater there. And I was like, you know what? I was by myself for the day. I said, why don't I kill some time seeing the Batman? Beautiful day in Florida, blah, blah, blah. So I go in there. And mind you, I've been talking about seeing Batman for a while because I like Batman. My buddy's a comic book writer. So we were all talk- talk- talking in our group-, group text. I walked in there, got a beer because you can get a beer beforehand, drank the beer in previews. I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. It's 11 in the morning. So... I'm just kind of killed time. I only paid $10 for the ticket. I said, oh, let me just check the running time right quick to see what's going on. I said, three hours? Finished my beer, got up and left before the movie started. I was no like, way. I just can't do it. I was like, I got better things to do than watch this movie right now by myself in a movie theater for three hours. That is no knock on the franchise. I'm sure it's very good, but my point is I relate to you. That's a heavy lift for your boy at this stage of my life if I'm going to be by myself. It's one thing if I'm with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of my boys and we're all goofing off and watching the movie, but, like, I couldn't do it solo, not even close. I have to admit this, and, again, this is not going to surprise anybody. I'm so cheap that if I paid $10 and I found out that the movie was three hours but I'd already paid and I was already sitting in the theater, the guilt of leaving and the the $10, I'd be like, 
I got to stay. No, you wouldn't, because you'd walk outside to Disney Springs, one of the happiest places in America, and be like, I made the right decision. I'm going to go drink a beer with these people that are on Amphicars, amphi which are cars that can ride on water. <laughs> Anybody seen it yet? I mean, so I guess now I'm, I'm 04. Clinton is 04. He hasn't seen it. Anybody else see the Batman yet? I have not, but it is on my to-do list. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would Lindsay's pay extra money to watch that at home. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to wait. I'm not yeah. going to watch. Like, I can't do more than, like, two hours in a movie theater. That's too much. Long haul. Yeah, and my, my friend told me it wasn't worth it. Wow, okay. Oh, that's the first I've uh, heard, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah I've heard a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people say, like, like, eh, like it was all right. You know? Not worth it doesn't make it a bad movie. But, yeah, three it's hours not, in like a movie theater is a long time. It's not worth going to the movie theater, you know? I can see that. I mean, I've just told I paid so, for it and it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I was I just told it was so dark you can't even see the movie. Right. That, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how, to be fair, also, that's how all those other ones were, too. Which, which, what are the ones with Christian Bale? What, what is his name again? Christian Bale? Christian Bale. What's the second one of that, Lindsay? Batman 2? The Dark Knight Rises? Oh. Is that it? He did three, right? Yeah. I fell asleep in the second one for that exact reason. I didn't like It was late at night. Yeah, it was dark. There was some huge explosion. I totally read. That's when I woke up. I was like, oh. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that's happened to me before. So that, that instructed me in terms of what I was doing this weekend in Disney. Well, I'll tell you this. If the movie theater is not within walking distance or is not within range of my e-bike, um, I may not go because gas right now is up to like $7 a gallon. Pretty steep. So I'm like, wait a second. So I'm going to drive. It's going to cost me like $100 to drive to a movie theater, which is five miles down the road all of a sudden. And then when I get there, I'm going to have to pay for all this. I mean, what what is going on? I, I don't mean, like, an, like really what is going on, but, like, what's the freaking deal with gas? And have you noticed, like, if you ever watch any national news, the sensationalism of news I love and I subscribe to it, it's like gas prices are out of control. Here in Los Angeles, they've reached $7 a gallon. And people are in other parts of the country going, $7 a gallon? We thought three fifty was a lot. Yeah. What is the freaking deal with gas, people? It's expensive, man. It's just that 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 time of that time of humanity. Sidebar, mm -hmm. I was thinking about this because you said this, Scott. The reason I left is because it only cost me ten dollars. Like <laughs> normally that's a twenty five dollar output at night. It was ten thirty mm -hmm. in the morning. I said ten bucks to get my lunch hour back, I'll do it. You're if done. you if it was twenty five dollars, I probably would have stayed? stayed. Yeah. I probably would have stayed. Mm -hmm. Ten bucks was my I was like because even at the time I remarked, I said ten dollars. What, what's wrong here? You probably could have gone to the front door and been like, hey, I have like a family emergency or, or hey, I got to go. Something That's happened. That's not going to work when you go directly across the street to the bowling alley yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> drink a beer right point, outside the theater. At that point, you've already gotten your money back. So what do you care? Because you know? hi. I'm not that kind of a person. Okay, I'm just well, television Clinton Yates. Right, right. That's television Clinton Yates. If that's just regular Clinton Yates, that's a different deal. Right? Somebody. I'm just saying, I don't know if the people in Disney are like, hey, television's Clinton Yates. Oh, you know? I do, because oh. I was there. It happens every day at every city in America. It happens Put it this way, way more at Disney. Yeah. I'm Put just it this saying, way. I don't think they would have cared. No, they probably wouldn't. No, no, but, but in Orlando, there's a guy calling a sports radio station somewhere going, I work at a movie theater. You guys know Clinton Yates from ESPN? What a Jerk, man. This guy paid only 10 bucks to come see the movie, then wanted his money back, said it was a family exactly. emergency, went across the street to the bowling alley and drank beer. Right. That's not, I don't need that on my conscience because that's not what happened. Okay, but you could have still just walked, you could have left and been like, hey, this isn't going to work out. Can I, can I get my money back? The movie hadn't started yet, so you could get your money back. The time it would have taken okay. was not worth all right, the okay. money. That's Fair all. Enough. I'm just saying if you really. I'll know, you know what happens next time I'm with you in a movie theater okay. and we decide to leave. It'll be time for litigation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. 
I'm I'm honestly now to a point where gas is so ridiculously expensive, and I'm one of these people, Clinton, that I don't traditionally complain about gas prices because it's one of these things that I I'm going to have to buy anyway. You know, right. That's so, what I don't get. Like, why do people complain about the price of gas when it's like it's ten dollars almost sure, now? Sure, yeah. but but still, like, what's the point of complaining about it? Because com- you still need it. You know. Mm. Right. Well, let me but, ask but, you this though, Scott. Do you what is what percentage of your brain does gas price budgeting take up in the larger scheme of what you think about you're paying for in life? Like, if you walked in the grocery store and all of a sudden, and pardon me, I don't know the price of a gallon of milk because I haven't bought regular like vitamin D milk or whatever in a while, but like. There's an eye-popping number on that versus gas where you're thinking, oh, maybe I don't need this, whereas gas, it's a little different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like right now where we are um, and the way gas prices are going up as fast as they are, like the local gas station right mm-hmm. by my house, like last week, I want to say it was like four ninety nine, and I was like, whoa, four ninety nine Today, that same gas is like five sixty five or 6 bucks or whatever. Like the prices went up so fast. So it's just that. It's so in your face that gas prices have gone so through the roof. And, Clinton, for me, I have a little different perspective, only because I grew up in a gas station. My dad had a gas station. Oh, and really? when I was a little kid, yeah, in the late 70s, when I was a little kid, when gas went from, like, 50 cents and it finally hit a dollar, people were like, oh, my God, gas is a dollar. And then, you know, in the last couple of years, when gas would go up over 4 you'd be like, damn, gas is over $4. I'm not going to drive anywhere. Now, gas is pushing seven bucks a gallon. And it's just, I don't know, for some reason, even though I know that to fill my car, let's say it's going to cost $90, but a week ago it was going to cost $80. And the difference is 10 bucks, and that's not going to make or break your life. But still, it, for some reason, in your mind, you can't get over the fact that gas prices have, have just skyrocketed so quickly. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting index on America. For sure, we got a couple uh, calls here, right? Yeah, we do. I think oh, so. Do we? Great. Am I making that up, Lindsay? Do you want to take calls or, or is Clinton oh, making that up? We don't have any calls. Oh, I'm seeing right people now. on the board. We have, okay, we have, okay, we have one person calling right now. Oh, but. Very well. Okay, well, if you want to get in, eight seven 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 ten ESPN, eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. It might be about Russell Westbrook. It might be about gas prices. It might be about <laughs> the darkness of the of the, the the Batman movie. It might be about something else we've talked about earlier, like you know, Winning Time, the 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 movie or the uh, the TV series on HBO. I mean, who knows what people might call all about here this afternoon no it's a good question i actually on a side tv it goes some of you guys are watching conference conference championship basketball the nec championship at wagner has gotten ugly there was a fight in the crowd and they've stopped the game that's a separate matter but is this on espn right now that. it's on the deuce yeah oh really there's people all over the court espn too yeah it's this is this is one of the uglier scenes i've seen in a long time in a college basketball game it's wow uh, yeah. clinton did you notice by the way the way i just said espn too do you know why i did that say it again I don't know if you noticed, but in the middle of what you were saying, I said ESPN2. Do you know why I said that? No. Because I'm talking to my remote control, oh, and my remote control is doing okay. the work for me, and I this feel guy, super cool about it. This guy. I was wondering. I was like, yes, that, that is the deuce, but <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you, you figured that out. Uh, I just turned it over. Bryant, 68, Wagner, 32. There's no action. The refs are talking to themselves. The cops are all talking to themselves. What, what did I miss here? There was a fight in the crowd, and I think it was between families of the Wagner people and Bryant students, and, yeah, it was not great. Dude, um, with what happened down in Mexico this weekend with the soccer team mm. and that whole brawl, I, I mean, stadium fights and, and people getting you know into fights at, at games, dude, I can't be part of that. Nightmare. Not looking forward to that. That's why we're going to be spreading love with our Rompim tour. 
coming up later this month. Yeah, of course, ESPN right. 710, whatever That's the right. heck we do with that. All right, let's do this. Let's come right back, Clinton, and we haven't gotten to it. We've been trying to, but we've been just talking about other stuff. I really want to hear what you think about how the headlines today went from Russell Westbrook to Russell Wilson and how Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks impacts both the Chargers and the Rams. We'll get to that story coming right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Laura, what are we listening to here? So this is called Yo No Se by Alex Rosales. I love this beat. It's actually my friend's beat. And uh, he passed it over, so I use it for the Lakers. And I just thought I would playing it here. It's a good vibe. Yeah. Your boy's nice. headed to the islands soon, so this is oh. in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Quinn, you, uh, you definitely mentioned that like just briefly in passing earlier today. Yeah. You got a big vacay coming up? Not a big vacay, going to uh, St. Lucia for the weekend. For the weekend. Yeah. That's like baller status. Like, I'm going to St. Lucia uh-huh. for the weekend. Like, next week I'm going to, like, Vegas for the weekend, but you're going to St. Lucia. There's a wedding. And I can't travel no more. It should be fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be good. I was in the Bahamas about two months ago, St. Lucia. So, a couple islands. Island boys! So, it's been fun. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where St. Lucia is, but you just mentioned the Bahamas. So I don't really either. <laughs> for a weekend, that seems like a really long way to go. It's not. I mean, you know, yeah, but it's it's a island wedding. I mean, you know, that's that's, oh, that's oh, how it is. Gotta, yeah, I'm not just so popping much. over to see you know my boy Ray or whatever. Like, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole Aww. function of things that a battery of events that will be attended. So I thought you were getting married. No, I wish. I Aww. wish not there yet, but Aww. that person that that might happen with is going there too. So that'd be fun. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So taking the girlfriend to a wedding. She's already there. How about that? That is a prelude to getting married. Hope so. Wow, I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, I am so happy for him. Getting wow. on a bird overnight, and we'll see how that goes. All right, beautiful. He's going to uh, go home. Now I'm doing this. So You, you caught my attention, though, by, by mentioning that there was this huge fight at this college Bro, basketball game. It's been an ugly scene, yeah? I've turned it on, and I'm, I'm on Twitter, and I'm watching what's going on here, and like the students from one of the schools and the families of the other team's people and and they're trying to restore order in this game there's four minutes and change to go between bryant and wagner by the way they should just call the game right now no, bryant's up 68 32 yeah, you should call the game or at least get everybody because th- this game matters in terms of who goes to the national i mean to the um, ncaa tournament so like the kids are going to rush the floor and if you had this game on earlier what happened was several times the pa basically told the student section to chill out the f-bombs the middle fingers like just not necessary wagner had like six points halfway through the first half and so they got a little loose went too far over the edge obviously we're antagonizing the families a topic we've discussed on this program today and i think that's when things just got you know haywire i'm just watching it on espn uh play has been suspended in this game for 24 minutes yeah now I got it. This is not UCLA, not USC. This isn't the Pac-12 tournament. This is Wagner and Bryant, yeah. two schools that you know we don't know what conference Unheard they're of, in. Relatively, yeah. Well, where where are they? Where are these schools? I don't they're even in the know. What NEC Northeastern uh, Northeastern Conference, which is really? the like Boston, like it's up there. 
Yeah, so New I realize there's type of area, yeah. no local relevance per se. No, but, but it was but just still, a wild scene. Yeah, I mean, like, crazy. I, I haven't seen anything like that in a really long time. Yeah, yeah, really nuts. All right, hey, listen. Um, speaking of that, Clinton, jump in on this. What'd you think today when Russell Wilson's trade was announced? For me, what what I couldn't I, I couldn't help but think about this right away. There was so much talk in the last twelve months about Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers, but his landing spot at least according to the, the rumors, was more than likely going to be Denver. Aaron Rodgers was going to announce his intentions earlier today, which he did, which was to go back to the Packers because when you get a four-year, $200 million contract, that's where you go play. And the Broncos, not long thereafter, made the announcement that they'd made the trade for Russell Wilson. So almost kind of like a slap back to, to Aaron Rodgers. Like, we thought you were coming here. Now you're not. Now you're making this announcement about staying with the Packers. So rather than let you have this day and, and make the headlines, we're going to announce that Russell Wilson's being traded to the Denver Broncos. At least that's where my cynical mind went. What did you think about this move? I thought it was a great move for the Broncos. I mean, the problem with the NFL is that so often teams will take huge swings on guys and they don't even get close to working. You know what I mean? We saw the Rams do it well with a lot of effectiveness. We don't need Sean McVay to show up and tell us about that. Mm. You know, they took the big trade. It worked out. They not only got to the Super Bowl, they won it. Worked out with Brady as well. But sometimes you think to yourself, and Rodgers is one of those examples. He's only got one Super Bowl ring. You put yourself through all this headache. Nothing really changes. The Broncos' Super Bowl chances have gone up dramatically. And I don't just mean in Vegas. I mean because Russell Wilson still is about as close to you can be as anybody thinking you were washed with still actually some hope on the other side. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a good little refresh for him. And he's a talent that hasn't really been sort of in the same realm of praise that he was in many years ago because he was so young when he succeeded um, at the highest level. I think this is cool. It's tough because the AFC West is suddenly the best quarterback division in the league on some level. Um, But for the Rams, you know, we talked about this before. Hey, Russell's gone from Seattle. That is one less hurdle on your way back to trying to defend your championship. Yeah, I, again, I immediately thought about this from a Rams perspective. It's like, okay, so the Rams pulled this off. They got the quarterback, and they won the Super Bowl. But if you're looking around at the rest of the division, the 49ers, it seems like there's still a lot of indecisiveness about the future of their quarterback position. Is yep. it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? It doesn't seem like it. Is it going to be Trey Lance? If it is, he's only a second-year player who got – like virtually no playing time this year as a rookie, and barely played in college. So the 49ers quarterback situation is not necessarily good at the time, right now. The Arizona quarterback situation is they've got a guy like Kyler Murray who's a really good, exciting talent, but seems to be at odds with the organization, so that's kind of a mess. Um, I'm just looking around and I'm saying the Rams are the dominant team in the NFC West, and with Brady retiring and Breeze last year retiring, it just seems like, like, the Rams do have a really, really great chance to represent the NFC again. I, I Look, we're way away. We haven't had the draft. There's been no free agency. We haven't gone to training camp. We don't know who's healthy. I'm just saying today, on paper, the Rams are still the team in the NFC. 100%. You know, that's something that we like to work on. Consistency is a value that we get after a lot. You know, we got to meet up. With Scott Kaplan and Clinton Yates, when we were out there at Irvine touching all our fans, making sure that we kept things going together well, we're going to continue that through the offseason. That's part of our package. We do that in multiples. I'm Sean McVay. Yes, you are. And you approve this message. (laughs) Yes, you do. No, but you're right. To to your point, I mean, all jokes aside, that's what – 
Culture is cult. That's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? You want people to feel motivated enough to stay. And as much as goofball chants at, I don't know, Super Bowl parades might be something, the, what happens inside the buildings, you talk about the conflict between, you know, uh, Kyler Murray and his team, like the conflict between, or not, maybe not conflict, but whatever's going on between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in terms of that contract, like, if you just get people to stay around because they like being there, that's often the biggest motivator than anything, even in terms of money. I actually also love this move for Seattle. I know a lot of people think this was a terrible move for Seattle because when you have a franchise quarterback, you don't give up on that guy. Right. But I actually really love it. A friend of mine, Clinton, uh, runs a website up in Seattle called fieldgoals.com. It's an SB Nation website that focuses on the um, on the Seahawks, as you might imagine. Yeah. He put out this poll earlier today. Did the Seahawks get fleeced in the Russell Wilson trade? 39% said yes. 30% said no. 30% said to be determined. He's got like 4,000 votes on his website about this, and most people think that the Seahawks got taken. But you see, I don't feel that way. I feel like there was a conflict between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, and the organization had to make a decision are we going to try to keep these guys together when it may not work and it may become more flammable? Do we decide to stick with our quarterback who's won us a Super Bowl and had us in a second one? Or do we choose to stay with the coach and his management? Because it really is Pete's group of guys. Do we choose Pete Carroll? And I just feel like the Seahawks organizationally, ownership-wise, said we're going to keep our coach and his staff rather than the quarterback. I think that had as much to do with the quarterback not choosing them as it did them not choosing the quarterback. Like, this whole scenario, I mean, listen, when you're on television with your superstar wife cracking jokes about how Seattle's kind of fun on, you know, Good Morning America, like, it's a pretty clear indication of where things are going as far as what that family's choice is. I mean, sure, did the Seahawks probably get a pretty good haul considering what it is that they know that Russell Wilson is? Absolutely. But I think he was like, I'm kind of done with this, you know, that seemed like – it seemed like the situation had run its course overall. Well, everybody got what they wanted then. Russell yeah. got out of Seattle. Yeah. Pete kept his job and his staff and can rebuild his team. And I think for Pete Carroll, you look at the Rams, and everybody looks at the Rams now and says, well, maybe that's the way you're supposed to do it. Don't worry about draft choices, um, and, and don't worry about cultivating guys, and don't worry about how many first-rounders you got. Rather, think about it the way the Rams do, which is only get established guys and pay them top dollar and make it work. Well, it doesn't usually work that way. The Rams put it together, and it all came to fruition. But I think for Pete Carroll, you can look back and go, when Russ was young and he was not making as much money and we had a lot of money committed to defense, that's when we were at our best. And I think that the Seahawks can now, through the draft, because that's their philosophy, can improve their running game, not be so quarterback-centric, not be all about Russ cooking, and Pete can rebuild. And bit, so, but there's there. I mean, let's not forget what actually happened with the Seahawks. It wasn't just like they were like, okay, we're in a place we're going to pick a guy and then we're going to go with him because he's young. Russell Wilson straight out beat Matt Flynn in camp. Right? They signed Flynn to a huge amount and right? just had to pick Russell because he was better. So, like, my point is that there's multiple ways to do it, even within the same team, because Seahawks tried to do it both ways, and they just let talent work itself out. So, we'll see if they can rebuild it the same way, but I don't think they're trying to replicate one particular way is always what works. There's a lot of different ways to figure that thing out. Yeah, I'm just saying that philosophically, rather than mm. the Seahawks looking at the Rams and saying, let's go do what they did, they're going back they're going to what back they to the did. Board. Yeah. Right, that's exactly. Yeah. Now, now, as Russell Wilson comes to the Broncos, 
while that seems good for the Rams, even though the Rams won the Super Bowl and the Seahawks weren't even a playoff team, they were 12-4 and just a year ago, and they were a playoff team, and they've been a consistent winner. But getting Russell Wilson out of the NFC West and bringing him to the AFC West, all of a sudden now, you got Patrick Mahomes, and he's the class of the division, and you've got Justin Herbert, who everybody thinks is like the next great young superstar quarterback, even though he plays inside of a franchise that can't get out of its own way. But now you put Russell Wilson in the AFC West, to me, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, then Herbert, then Derek Carr. So I would say that things got easier for the Rams and things got exponentially more difficult for the Chargers and the Raiders. I would agree. That's going to be quite the quite the division in terms of the NFL. Like, like you said, I mean, that's the best quarterback division in the NFL as far as I'm concerned, just in terms of watchability. You can say what you want about all these other people. If I'm, I mean, the likelihood that I'm going to tune in to watch an individual quarterback is probably the highest in terms of the overall uh, percentage-wise in that specific division. Yeah, and then just the last part of all of this, Clinton, the Aaron Rodgers part of this. Mm. Um, not that it's really... Um, not that it's really related other than maybe he was going to go to Denver and he decides to stay in Green Bay. I don't know about you, but me, I would never, if I were Green Bay, never have given Aaron Rodgers four years, $200 million, with $153 million guaranteed. No chance. If I were the Packers, I would have gotten out of the Aaron Rodgers business this year. And the only reason is this. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, an amazing quarterback. Some people think he's the quote-unquote greatest thrower of the football that the NFL has ever seen. Maybe <laughs> I he love is. the level of disdain you say that with the greatest well, only thrower because, of the football. Because it is kind of a crock. You're right. Go ahead. Well, right, because they, they're having to break it up. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback that ever played. Um, Joe Montana's in that conversation. Right, best cetera, playoff cetera. quarterback, blah, right. blah, blah, right. But Aaron Rodgers is the best thrower of the football. Look, I loved Aaron Rodgers, okay? I really did. And it's got nothing to do with his position on COVID or vaccinations or any of that stuff. It's just that if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL for 10 years and you don't take your team to a Super Bowl, at, at some point you got to say MVPs are individual honors. They're not team honors. And it's been 12 years since Aaron Rodgers has been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's got more MVP trophies than he does like NFC championship games that he's played in. No, it's true. And when he had three yards to get into the end zone to possibly beat Tom Brady, he threw it away. Didn't run. Yeah. I just, uh, I was shocked today. A four-year, $200 million contract. And, and like, also, I mean, large headache. You know what I mean? And I get it. But, like, this has been, I don't know. I mean, I just, my personal feelings about whether or not I would want Aaron Rodgers to be leading my team is a different matter. But, like, Man, for a guy who talked about what everything went wrong in his life, to get rewarded as being the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the game, yeah, pretty pretty convenient. At 37 years old and a guy who every year has the Packers in a position but can't seem to get them over the hump. Listen, I love Drew Brees. Love Drew Brees. But Drew Brees, it, it had been 10 years since they'd been back to the Super Bowl. Now, they were making it to the NFC title game, but they couldn't get back to the Super Bowl. So at some point, you have to kind of just say, it's time. Yeah. And if I were the Packers, this would have been the time to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, getting rid of him is tough because you don't know what you've got, and they obviously are not great at developing quarterbacks. you know. And so a lot of times I think when these teams don't have a plan, they just don't move away from the one that they already had because they're just not smart enough to do that. I know, and yet they drafted a first-round uh, first quarterback just a year and change ago. Yeah. You know, crazy. Anyway, it was it was one of those days where Russell Westbrook was the story at the beginning of the day, and I know we spent a lot of time on it. And Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson kind of took the headlines in the middle part of the day. All right, stick around, everybody. It is time 
for big deal or no deal. That is next. This is Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Just as Chris said, take it away, Sedano, I was like waiting for Sedano to take it away. Was that weird? That was a little weird. Also weird that I saw Morales today. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, right. He does this with his, with his mouth and his voice because that's what he does. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it, you hear it, and then when you see it in person, you're like, oh, right. There he is. It's great. All right. Well, well, no Sedano. Clinton Yates is in today, and it is time for Lindsay Baseball. Big deal or no deal. Hi, Lindsay Baseball. Hey, guys. So Apple officially announced today, as we spoke earlier about their uh, – release of their new products, they also announced that it struck a deal with Major League Baseball to air weekly Friday night doubleheaders on Apple TV Plus this season. As part of that deal, the games will be exclusively broadcast on the streaming service, plus Apple Plus also gets a new live show called MLB Big Inning. They said that this new deal is going to start as soon as the regular season begins, whenever Mm. that may be. Is this a big deal or no deal, Clinton? Uh, Relatively big deal, I think, because anytime you have a new vehicle to present your product in the media space that's giving you a chance to get new eyeballs. And, you know, you can talk about who has Apple TV in this, that, and the third, but, like, I mean, heck, that show might be more important than those broadcasts just in terms of the kinds of things that people are going to actually watch. We were talking about this earlier in the program, and I think that, you know, like I said, one of baseball's biggest problems, and not to get too far down this road, is that the idea that all you, the only way you can enjoy a game is by showing up, going through a turnstile, sitting in a seat, buying beer and buying peanuts like those days are over man you know what i'm saying finding a way on the streaming devices that make things easier to watch maybe just in general updating the idea of what a baseball game broadcast is supposed to be like win-win for everybody it doesn't take anything away from anyone and friday's a night that is obviously available on the calendar in terms of when they finally do get back to play yeah i'm gonna go big deal here also and i'm gonna kind of give it a little historical context clinton about two years ago no it's probably three years ago I went to visit with a friend of mine. Here comes a name drop, Lindsay, so get ready. Jim Lampley. You must know the name Jim Lampley, right? Yeah. I Old mean, boxing announcer. He's done a right. bunch of stuff, HBO Sports. Right. So, so Jim Lampley was the voice of boxing. And the reason I went to go visit with Jim is because HBO got out of the boxing business. So I went to visit with him, and I said, what's the deal, man? Like, why would HBO, the leader in boxing, leave the world of boxing? And he said, because of streaming services. And at the time, I didn't know what DAZN was. I was like, what is this D-A-Z-N thing that they got going on? But literally, because of streaming services, HBO, a cable channel, which dominated boxing for 30 years, they just left the business because there was a new way of getting the content. And they, for whatever reason, felt like they couldn't keep up. Here's my point, is that baseball needs to reach younger people. Younger people are more inclined to be watching things on streaming services than cable TV. And so why not go to where the audience is? I think it's a really smart move by Major League Baseball, but they got to get smart and actually go play baseball. Yeah, that's a separate matter. But I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I mean, you know, listen, selfishly, I'm really interested to see who's going to be on these broadcasts. You know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of people out here that are all that different from a lot of other people, Lindsay, as you know. Like, who are you all going to have? Like, this, oh, this I got will be the fascinating to see. I got the answer. They're going to get Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and Aaron Andrews. They're going to be doing baseball on Apple TV. <laughs> I mean, all the movement that has happened in in NFL broadcasting, now there's more opportunities. And listen, I saw the, today uh, our friend Boog Shambi. If anybody knows Boog Shambi oh, yeah. from ESPN. and he's the, great. He, yeah, he's the voice of the Chicago Cubs. He just got signed to be the uh, voice of, like, EA Sports, the show or yeah. the game. And I texted him. I'm like, bro, that is that is 
I, I didn't text him and say, hey, congratulations, you got the job with the Cubs. I congratulated him to say, hey, you became the voice of a video game? That, yeah. that seems like a bigger deal to me. That's pretty tight. Ireland talks about that all the time. Lindsay, what do you, what, I mean, what do you think about You're a baseball fan. You've done baseball broadcasts. I mean, I think it's cool, and, like, to Cap's point, like, I think what, what we saw with, like, Kirk Herbstreet, for example, he signed on to do Amazon's Thursday night games, but he's still with ESPN. So mm. I'm, I'm assuming that the same can probably be done for Apple Plus because I don't think it's considered, like, a direct competitor right. of any of the others, like ESPN or Fox or whatever. So I feel like if Apple is smart, they're going to go out and hire a big name and pay them to just add that onto their repertoire. Your or boy is available. Hire- just saying. Or hire Clinton Yates. To hey, do it. hey, Clinton, television's Clinton Yates could be streaming's Clinton Yates. I mean, los dos, chicos. Clinton, See. as soon as I heard that they were going to have a show go along with it, I was like, oh, Clinton would be great for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But that's kind of what I was asking you is like the personalities around the game, Scott, yeah, yeah. are just as important to the product getting out to people as what's actually on the field. And I know that's a separate matter right now because we're in a lockout, but you know what I'm saying? When I asked you, the first three people you named, Scott, for football were bang, 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 big names. I'm not saying that baseball has that right now but there's no reason you can't try to get to that for sure yeah yeah i I find that to be really really fascinating that apple has decided to jump in on baseball as amazon has decided to jump in on football yeah it's wild apple tv plus's new show could be just picture this mlb beginning with clinton yates With TV's Clinton Yates. I feel like we got to hit the horn or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stream- wait, 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 hang on. Streaming's Clinton Yates. I like it. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd do it. <laughs> there we go. That's what we're looking for. There Air horn. There we go. All right. All right. Next one. Yeah. So WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin has promised to bring one last can of whoop-ass to WrestleMania 38. The Texas Rattlesnake confirmed today that he's going to be at AT&T Stadium in Dallas for a home state comeback on wrestling's biggest stage. So we don't know yet what it's going to look like, what the segment's going to be, and if he's actually even going to wrestle in a match. But I, for one, am super excited to see my Marina Del Rey neighbor back in the ring. Is Stone Cold Steve Austin (laughs) returning to WWE for WrestleMania a big deal or no deal, Clinton? I mean, if I'm judging based on what was happening on my social media feeds, it was a massive deal. I couldn't tell if he was announcing he was running for president or just what was going on. It was like, wow, okay. Oh, yeah, hearing, hearing like the glass break yesterday, yeah. like, woo, that was like, oh, enough to send chills up your spine. He's, uh, you know, is that his music? Absolutely. You know, so, I mean, I, again, I'm not, I, I'm not the kind of person that gets too nuts about guest appearances at WrestleMania, even though I like WrestleMania and I watch it. But this was a big oh, yeah. deal. That is like iconic. Yeah. There is nothing more recognizable, I don't think, another more recognizable anthem. There, there is, I mean, The Undertaker is no, the most. No, right away, though. Sure. Right away, it's either that or John Cena's is pretty recognizable, too, bro. But within the first two seconds. I think so, yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But this okay. is a good one, is what I'm saying. Like, it was sort of one of the original, like, sound plus music things. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, it wasn't just the sound or just the beat, it was both. Cap, what I, do you think? Big I, deal I also deal? think it's a big deal. I, but I, here's the thing. I, I love when the old school wrestlers come back. I love that Ric Flair was still going. You know, like like his look had changed, his body had changed, his hair had changed, That's but the woo it, yeah. did not change, you know? And I love that Ric Flair was still involved. Listen, my boy Bill Goldberg is still, you know, he's still ultra famous because of his wrestling days where he's got these Dodge TV commercials and he's and he's still got some connection to pro wrestling. The only thing is, is it kind of bums me out when I see these guys and they don't look the same anymore. Like Bill Goldberg has done a great job of being in his mid fifties and making himself still look 
like the wrestler of 25 years ago, whereas Ric Flair kind of fell apart. Well, yeah, Ric Flair was also Ric living Flair, yeah, he lived an rough, entirely different lifestyle. Rough, rough yes, life. he did. Yes, yes he did. on 10 at all times. Uh, but I love all the old guys still being involved. He's not that old. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's the I thing. old guys, I mean, like guys that He's are no longer Rick active Flair wrestlers. Old. Right, yeah. but what well, I'm saying is that... the only reason he retired was because he was injured. Well, he had a and, neck injury. And also, hello, he's still alive. A lot of wrestlers just yeah. don't live that yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So good for him. All right, next one. So Kanye West's new album, Donda 2, has been ruled ineligible for inclusion in the Billboard charts. Well, that's because West decided to sell his album exclusively via his stem player device, which violates Billboard's merchandise bundle policy because albums sold with merchandise are ineligible for inclusion. So is Kanye's latest album not being eligible for the Billboard charts a big deal or no deal, Cap? No deal. No deal for me. Um, I haven't heard any of the songs. I haven't bought one of these well, things. I was say, you don't have a stem player. A lot of us haven't heard them, right? I would never buy this. Never. I, I just... Look, some people may buy it and go, hey, listen, I think Kanye's a genius. This is so brilliant. I want to support him. This is, this is great. I feel the opposite. Like, dude, you're making it way too difficult for me. Now i got to have my own separate device. And by the way, I get what you're going for here. You know, if I go to a place where I'm getting a massage, the massage therapist is only going to get $40 of the $120. But if the massage therapist is doing it privately and comes to my house, then he or she gets to make the full $120. I want to support that. But I don't like what Kanye's done here, and I'm not. I'm. I'm just not going to buy it. So for me, the fact that he's not on the Billboard charts for me is no deal, and I bet for him it's no deal. Um, it's no deal for me as well because I'm over Kanye West. I mean, just the antics. I can't. You know, the oxygen list is very much in full effect, and I, I don't want to kill the segment here. But like that guy, enough. You know what I'm saying? Leave your family alone. Go do something productive with your time because what you're doing in public with all these other people not cool, bro. We can see you. I think he needs some serious guidance and help around I would agree. Him, you know. But but Lindsay, you've said that you've been watching or did watch this Kanye documentary yeah, which and again the first two episodes were great and then the third one was just like, "Oh, wait, I still want to be cuz his friend is the one who made the documentary." Mm-hmm. And I, I know that Kanye wanted final say over all the episodes and the first two were great. They were all about like you know, how he got his chip on his shoulder, and it was just, I thought it was incredible, just some of the footage that they had going back, you know, 20 years. But then the third one, it was very obvious, like, him and his buddy reconnected later in life, and it was like, oh, I'm still, you know, like, I'm excited to once again be part of his inner circle, so mm. I'm not going to get too much into, like, the negative side of what what happened with him and his bipolar issues and like some of the problematic things he's said and done and to me that was a huge disappointment because the third episode was just like wah wah like yeah. no thanks this qualifies on that list scott of things that i remember when they happened in real time and have no desire to revisit yeah i'm with you i have no like i find him to be i don't know what it is about him necessarily i just i find him to be unlikable and i i'm not watching the the documentary i'm not listening to the music i'm not buying the device I don't know. I don't know Every, what it is about Everyone him. that I know that has heard the music, like, shout out to Joe Budden admitting it on his podcast, Joe has Budden. illegally streamed it. So, oh, wow. Okay. You know. So it's backfired I already. I don't degree. think that it's really working the way he anticipated right. it. You know. But, yeah, that's Big Deal or No Deal today. There you go. Thank there you. you have it. Big Deal or No Deal. All right, Clinton, one more segment to go. Yes, we do. All right. Um, I'm going to just throw this out there to everybody. This is like a total curveball. Let's just do something completely Totally random in the last segment. All righty. Okay, and here, here's, but here's the curveball. I'm just throwing it out there, you know. 
What's the story that's most on your mind? Are you asking me or are you asking the listeners? I'm asking everybody. Okay. Yeah, I'm asking everybody. Like, Because I have one that we haven't talked about and we probably normally wouldn't, but right. I definitely feel like I want to just get it off my chest. Sounds good. All right, stick around, everybody. Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Clinton Yates has been in today for Sedano. Clinton, it's so much fun when you fill in for George. I really appreciate it, man. It's great to have you. Appreciate it, uh, Today's been a lot of fun. You know what's going to be more fun? Tell me. When When we put these rompims on and we start grooving to this type of song. song, You know what I'm saying? I imagine I'm going to hear this song a lot this weekend, too. But, okay, so for those who forgot what happened earlier in the show, Greg Bergman came into the studio, and there's a bet going on. There's always some shenanigans going on regarding Mason and Ireland, what Greg is doing outside of the studio. And he says, mm-hmm. or no, Lindsay says, have you seen this bit Greg is doing? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? She says, oh, he's going to wear a romp him to a Lakers game. And I was like, why? She says, because they're giving him 100 bucks to do it. Would you join? I said, yes, if I can see the romp him, because I'm not wearing something very, very ugly. Well, Greg comes in and shows it to me, and of course it's heinous, but it looks funny in its own way. <laughs> but I still think we should coordinate but not match mm-hmm. our rompums or romper if you're going to um, participate, Lindsay. And we can make a whole bit of this. We're, we're doing this, Cap. It's happening. Yeah, so we've already marked the calendar. We're looking at – I'm just pulling up the calendar here. We're looking at March 23rd, the Lakers play Philadelphia at Crypto. And Greg is supposed to wear his romp him. By the way, for those of you that didn't know that a male version of a romper is called a romp him, I found out today, too, just well, so you know. To be fair, that name was invented like three years ago. So okay. That. Yeah. All right, so it's new. Listen, I, was, I remember about a year ago when someone said, you want to watch a rom-com? And I said, what's a rom-com? Like, mm. I didn't know that a rom-com was a rom-com. Right, right, right. So if you want the- to see it, you can go to ESPN Los Angeles on Twitter. There's a photo of it. That's the only reason why I was saying that. Go on. Such a great romping, though. I mean, with the kitty cat riding on the great white shark who's throwing up a, a rainbow, and then there's tacos randomly around this constellation of stars. I actually really like the romping. I'm trying to figure out what, you know how the kids say it's giving such and such? Like, it's just giving a lot of things in terms of, like, style and energy here. I just, you know, there's a, there's a hallucinogenic element to what we're looking at here in terms of motivation. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's some of that, you know? So I'm not really sure where this there's started, but I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Yeah, there's a lot happening here. Yeah, you're right. Somebody probably was hallucinating when they made that romp him. Yeah, this is the... This is the... It's a style with the kids these days. They like everything, like, way out there. That's fine. So, so March 23rd, Bergman is going to do stats for Ireland during the Laker game wearing the romp him. Right. We also checked the schedule. Sedano is doing the call of that game on national radio. So you know he's going to be just in full focus mode. And here we come, me, Clinton, Lindsay. Laura refuses to wear the romper. But nonetheless, the whole crew comes mm. in. No? I didn't say I refused. I just said I would wear a long one because the way my legs set up, I don't like them right now. Moving so right along. We do not just have saying. to be getting on people for what they're going to okay. do or not going to do. Just, yes, yeah. it, this yeah. is going to be a fun-filled adventure is yeah. what it's going to be. But we're all going to wear this, and then we're going to show up at the game, and George is not going to be able to handle it. I mean, George <laughs> will not be able to handle the fact that his colleagues, when he's playing talk radio guy versus play-by-play guy, are all showing up in rompims. 
There's another idea, too, because Greg tried to take this way too far. He wants to start dancing with the Laker girls, which is something I'm not going to do. I'm not getting paid enough in this little endeavor to be out there shaking my behind for well, free. We can let, we can, we can let Greg We can do let that Greg and, do that. But what yeah. I'm saying is that now that I'm thinking this through, that might actually be the funniest potential way to get to Sedano because he's a pro's pro. Yes. If he's in his mode doing his play-by-play stuff, something he's been improving on a lot, and I just mean improving on in terms of, like, the portfolio of the things he does now. This yeah. guy does everything. You know what I'm saying? And he's awesome at all of it. But the way to actually rattle him might be if just all of a sudden Greg <laughs> pops up in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, oh, my God, twerking. he's right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Berg twerk. Exactly. So we'll have to figure out <laughs> how you we're like going oh, to surprise him, twerk. but we'll see. I can hear Laura in the background going, oh, no. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, rompers, I do. I, this is a sign because, like, I just got an uh, alert on my phone that rompers are buy one, get one half off on Fashion, Fashion Nova. Nova. Send uh, so. yep, the yep, link. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Drop the routine, as they say on Twitter. Yeah. That's going to happen now. Once That's we start talking about rompers, our phones are going to be filled. Like, I'm going to go on Instagram later, and there's going to be ads for rompers all over the place. Pretty much, because yeah. they're all listening. Yeah. So, hey, I said to you guys, just to finish up, just throwing a total curveball at you. Um. What's a story that we haven't talked about that is interesting to you? And I- I'm happy to take the lead and start with this one if you guys are okay with it. Your, your name's on the show, Cap, so yes, mm-hmm. please right, do here go it goes. You ready? I'll make it brief. But I am, I am fixated on this Brittany Griner story now. Now, let me start off by saying this. I don't watch the WNBA. I mean, I literally have no interest, and in, I'm not trying to knock on anybody. It's just not my deal, you know? Um, if you're like hardcore and you just love basketball and you don't care who's playing it or what time of year, then great. You probably love it. Me, I, that's not my deal. I'm, a, I'm more of a football guy, so I'll watch the USFL that's coming back. I'll watch the XFL that's coming back. I'll watch high school. I'll watch repeats of the Sunday ticket in the offseason. I'm just a football junkie. So the WNBA stuff isn't on my radar. But you mean to tell me that an American citizen can go to Russia to earn money to play basketball in the offseason and and then is coming home and has a couple of, like, vape cartridges that we in California, you know, we all know that cannabis is legal, and, you know, the stigma is certainly, it's changed a lot in our lifetimes, but that's what she likes, and they're going to arrest her and make, a, a, you, know, you know, put her out there for public display and use this as some kind of what I perceive as, like, a political... Um, I don't know, ploy in some way because of what's going on in this world. That's I don't exactly know. That's exactly what it is. The whole thing is so. so distasteful to me, and I feel so bad for her and her family that she's being paraded now internationally. Like, U.S. basketball. So, I mean, here's this tall woman that sticks out like a sore thumb, right? I mean, when you see a six-foot, eight-inch woman, you're like, that's a tall girl. Yeah, okay, but, like, dude, I mean, nobody believes that. That was her stuff. I mean, it's as simple as that, bro. Like, oh, I'm really? I'm not going to get into it. Yes, really. Oh, like, oh that I'm, part of it again, I never even thought about. Serious part of the conversation, and that's kind of the whole thing. So, oh, oh, yeah. so, so, Clinton, you yeah. got to understand, like, that part yeah. of it never even entered into my mind. Now you know. Like, I just assumed that that was her stuff because that's what her deal is, and they're just making an example of her because that's what they found on her. I didn't, I never even thought about this as being a big setup. Well, now you know. And that's why we talk about sports on this channel, Scott. Because wow. this is beyond the realm of that, if you're wow. asking me in terms of yeah. what our listeners are up to. Yeah, yeah it is. I know. Yeah. It, so that's one that's on my mind. There you go. There you have it. Very well. Just I, emptying um, out the mind. So I told you guys that I'm going on, speaking of international travel, I'm going on a trip. Now, I'm doing a lot of moving around. But one of the things that's happening on this trip 
and this is something I'm looking forward to because, again, I'm into goofy outfit setups mm-hmm. to do stuff, is that there's an all-white boat party. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speak on really it. I'm really excited about this, yeah. Scott, because it's 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 a double se- – like, a boat party is fun. Mm-hmm. When you add a theme to it, mm-hmm. it's even more fun. It's like the Lakers oh, party from, right. from might, the winning time. Oh, might, it, this is why I brought it up. It's because when I saw that, I checked the schedule, and I was like, I might give me a white do-rag to go with it. <laughs> tell you what, you never know. So it should be fun. It is so funny you say it, because I, I thought about that right away. So in that show, Winning Time, when Magic shows up to this party, and they go, excuse me, this is a white party, and he's like, <laughs> Wait, goes, I'm sorry, what? What, yeah. what? Wait, what? What do you mean it's a white party? And they were like, no, we mean, like, here, we'll get you a white jacket. <laughs> and they put it on them. Yeah. Yeah. White parties are fun. I mean, have you ever have you ever been to a white party? I have. Yes. Several. Several. Oh, right, I've seen one. the pictures of you, Scott. I've seen those. Yeah. We, we, we've been over this. I'm looking forward to this. And I'm going to do the, I'm going to do, I'm really taking this to the max. We're like, I don't really, really have anything. I know, right? Shocker. You. I don't really have anything that's appropriate for this. <laughs> so I'm going to go buy something just for this nice. boat party. In the middle of the Atlantic Go to the Delamo Mall. I might do that. <laughs> I don't I know. Do Be that. careful, man. Be mall, careful yeah. in the Delamo Mall. I mean, I according to Sedano, that's like hookup central. <laughs> no, he's good. No, Frankly, I'm, he's I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I'm trying to decide, like, probably going to go with some sort of a... Because you can get away with not wearing all white necessarily because that's not necessarily super practical, but it'll probably just be a matter of what I find, but probably going to pro- try to find some, some linen pants. Mm-hmm. Something in that regard, mm-hmm. yeah. You know like a saying? white linen pant. I like nice. a white linen pant that I'm going to wear once. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. I, I don't know what the top's going to be. I think a light, light sweater. It gets a little airy out there on the boat. You're you know. a big sweater guy. I'm a big sweater guy. Mm-hmm. So maybe a light crew neck, something like that. We'll see. See, I would, I would try and add. Like I don't have any purely white shoes, but I've been thinking to myself recently. I really want a pair of those Nike Air Forces. Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't know why, but oh, you I feel know, like you're going to make me look a little. I do have a pair of brand new Air Forces. There you go. From the 25th anniversary of Air Force One that I've never worn. Are they purely white? They're purely white. I oh. bought. I got them for free at the event at Nike in Los Dude. Angeles when I didn't even live here. Dude, great call. Is, those are the perfect shoes to wear. Yo, and the reason I want Kaplan. those shoes, right? Dynamite dropping. Not not bad, right? <laughs> I love it. Thank and you. the thing is, I'd I'd be like, yo, I got to have white shoes for this white party, but I want to have white shoes that I can wear beyond just this white party. White Nike Air Forces are shoes that i particularly want right now yeah see that's the thing i'm not gonna probably wear them past that but i've also had them for three years and never had a reason to wear them. <laughs> i just bought so a this pair is a like, perfect situation last week i just bought a pair of those yeah you're really? big in the white so mm-hmm. so for those of you who've never seen Lindsay, i could have told you off the rip that she wears white air forces just the whole style of how you listening to 90s r&b and stuff you know what i mean like it, it, it tracks so that's a good thing just so you know all right. Wow. We're just solving the world's problems here tonight in the last segment. I'm excited about this now. This is really cool. Um, Linz, Laura, I mean, I gave you, for me, it was Brittany Griner. For, for, for Clinton, it was the white party that he's got to, got to go to. Anybody got like a 30-second, I got to get this off my chest and out of my head? I'm about to buy my romper on Fashion Nova right now. No Let's way. Let's go. You getting, I told you, you to send me the link <laughs> so we can coordinate. I'm going to show you as soon as you okay. walk out here. Right. I got two of them in my cart right, right now. Well. Really? Right. Wait, you have you two as in two for you or one for you, one for Clinton? No, they're both for me. And then he's going <laughs> to, he said he's going to plan I'm based gonna on plan that. I'm going to plan based on that. So we're going we're gonna, to we're work backward from there. Okay. All right. Because I think I really like the romp him that, that Bergman sent me. No, no, no. You got to let him wear that. He wears that. Yeah. You, he wears that. You got to wear something else. You got time to pick one out for you, Cap. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. Don't, don't steal his shine, Cap. Actually, you know what would be great is if you picked one out for me, Lindsay, that I didn't have to pick out on my own, and then I'll just show up and you're like, here's the one I picked out okay. for you. And I don't care. It could be the greatest or the ugliest of all time. I'll rock it. 
right, we'll I'm going to help you make it hella ugly, girl. <laughs> Not just ugly, hella ugly. Yep. Hey, Clinton Yates, it's great to be with you. Thank you so much. I look forward to the 23rd when we rock the rompums. Um, Lindsay, Laura, amazing job. Lakers will take over tomorrow, and we're back on Thursday. Peace out, everybody.